Welcome to Destination Wedding Pod, a podcast all about weddings with an emphasis on destination weddings. Each week, we'll explore the ins and outs of destination weddings from the details to the drama and everything in between. You can expect foul language, us laughing at our own jokes, even when they're not funny, and straight up real talk. We are your hosts, Christina Kay and Laisha West. Strap in for an awesome episode. Hi, welcome. Stop it. (laughs) Hey, welcome back to Destination Wedding Pod. We're your hosts, Laisha and Christina, and today we're going to be talking about wedding money drama. Yes, I'm super excited, and I just found the craziest story which will be my last story so now you have to listen all the way to the end there is no fast forward button on spotify or apple podcast so (laughs) um should i go first i should go first right yes okay my first couple of stories are from elitedaily.com this one is called this dress distress So, my sister is due to get married this August. Since she got engaged, she has become a major bridezilla. We got into an argument about money and didn't talk for ages. Now's the disaster of the bridesmaid dress. I've endlessly asked her about getting a bigger size, and she kept going on and on about getting a full-body Spanx suit to supposedly suck my boobs into place. (laughs) You know, at night when you get home and you take your bra off and you suck in your boobs. (laughs) That's what she should do. Last week, she finally agrees to send me a message about where she got the dress and then tells me that they won't arrive for six to eight weeks and the wedding is in about six weeks. Now I'm stuck with a dress that doesn't fit. Between the expense of getting to the wedding and her attitude every couple of weeks, I can definitely say this has put me off getting married. It wouldn't put me off getting married. It would put, put me, me off being her friend. Going, is that her sister? It's her sister. I would push her down. Totally. Yeah, I would push you down. Totally. I would agree that you should push me <laughs> down. That's stupid. Okay, well, this is, this is, I love this. So you ready for this? Yes. It's true that some fathers will do anything to make their daughters happy. Some. Yes. <laughs> some fathers well will. you know anyway moving on just ask one british man who started growing marijuana to pay for his daughter's wedding uh-huh. local newspaper the spinborg guardian reported friday that the respected builder wayne longley sorry wayne was plagued by financial problems caused by the economic recession Yet he felt pressured to pay for his daughter's wedding in Jamaica later that year. So he began growing marijuana under his garage and intended to sell it. In August of 2011, the police discovered a hidden room under Longley's garage where 31 cannabis plants were growing, valued at about $25,000. Oh my gosh. He had also been using about $7,900 worth of electricity illegally to grow the plants. Longley pleaded guilty to producing marijuana and extracting electricity and destroyed the garage. His family testified that Longley's daughter would be tremendously affected if he were unable to attend her wedding. But according to the Spinborg Guardian, Longley will not be able to get a visa to travel. The police are coming for him now. <laughs> <laughs> he will not be able to get a visa to travel to Jamaica. He was sentenced to 50, 150 hours of community service and 18 months in prison only if he violates the term of his two-year probation. Don't worry, Dad. You're not expected to grow pot to earn cash for your daughter's wedding. Totally, you are. <laughs> but mean, not not illegally. Not 
Don't get caught. <laughs> not like to pay for the wedding, just for the wedding. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. We want to do a marijuana wedding, by the way. If anybody wants yes. to have a marijuana themed wedding, we're your we're your guys. Although it's not legal it's here yet. It's not legal here yet. We're getting there. My next one is also from Elite Daily. One of my good friends was supposed to be married in 2017, but it got postponed due to financial issues. Now, the wedding went from being a local wedding to a destination wedding. We all agreed to be bridesmaids, thinking it was a local wedding. Her plan is to get married on a beach and then depart on a three-day cruise with family and friends. It sounds great, but we can't afford it. I asked nicely if we could change the hotel venue to something more affordable, an Airbnb or something, and if there was any way her family could help cater the wedding shower. She wrote me the longest text message I've ever seen. I swear if you copied and pasted it into a document, it would be three pages, single spaced. (laughs) This is the meanest and most selfish text message I've ever read. She told me that my financial limitations are none of her business and I can either suck it up and pay or not be in the wedding. Here's this next line is where I have the problem. Because after she says that, I'd be like, all right, bye, bitch. Right. She flipped out and kicked me out of the wedding. (laughs) I don't need you to kick me out. I'm leaving. Right? You didn't fire me. I quit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is just to say, so the guy's brother was 22, 22, and the, whatever, 22-year-old female, 23-year-old male, getting married on January, in January 2021. She wanted a very uniform, aesthetic wedding and only selected her blonde friends and me as her bridesmaid so that everyone would look the same. I still think it's stupid, but since she didn't force or ask any of her friends to dye their hair, not to my knowledge, I shut my mouth. Now to the part. One of my bestest friends from the friend group finally came out as gay to her very strict Asian parents and they kicked her out. She was devastated and was staying with one of my friends. We had a girls' night, got really drunk, and did something stupid. Oh, no. We shaved our hair, <gasps> bleached it, and colored it different colors of the rainbow flag to show support. Aw, yes. Looked kind of stupid, but she seemed really happy to see her friends supporting her. And at the end of the day, it's just hair, so who cares? The next day, when I was sober, I called my sister-in-law and told her what I'd done. There was still almost four months to the wedding, and if she wanted to replace me, she could. She said it was all right, and in November, we picked out the bridesmaids' dresses. $950 for one. Jesus. It was expensive and I had to pay for it for myself by myself. My sister-in-law never commented on my hair whenever we saw each other and never told me she had a problem. Last week on a family dinner, she pulled me aside to tell me I was being replaced. But since I already bought the dress, she wanted me to give the dress to her friend to try on if it fits. To try on. If it fits, she'll keep it. If it doesn't, she'll try altering it or buying a new one. I was a bit sad because I had asked her several times before this and she always said it was okay. I told her her friend can keep the dress and I would need full reimbursement for it. Of course. 100%. She told me it was not possible. And since she was going to be family, she wanted me to give her the dress for free. Nah. So that even if her friend can't fit into my dress, they could try returning it to the store <gasps> and buying a new one in a different no, size. No, that's so rude. I'm a college student and I had to spend a large chunk of my savings to buy that dress. I want full reimbursement. I asked her why she didn't tell me before we went dress shopping. And she told me she didn't want to hurt my feelings and kept her mouth shut. Oh my I was gosh. so mad. I told her I don't want to keep that dress and I need full reimbursement no matter what she does with that dress. She went and cried to my brother and he sided with her and they <gasps> both left. My parents don't want me to start drama. They want me to keep my mouth shut. I what want my the parents hell and my brother, is happening in this family? I don't know. I want my parents and my brother to give me the money that, sh- that which they refuse to do and now everybody thinks I'm being petty and some of 
My ex-co-bridesmaids messaged me on Instagram call me petty, money-hungry bitch who doesn't know the value of family, which is way more valuable than money. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. So she knew before. I'm totally on her side, and right. she needs to move away from them. She knew before they went dress shopping she didn't want to be in the wedding because of the hair. And That's she let her bullshit. Buy $950. Yes. I think she just wanted... <sighs> the girl couldn't afford the dress? Yeah. The other girl said she knew that. And when she knew that she was going to replace her, I think she just wanted to have the dress for free. Fuck that. Fuck that hard. Fuck that. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm getting pissed (laughs) off. Okay, this one is from BuzzFeed News. I remember when this story first came out, but I just read that it is alleged and it was maybe a marketing stunt, but I hope it wasn't because... I love reading about drama. (laughs) In the screenshots, a bride named Pam announced that she and her fiancé, Edward, were canceling their December 1st wedding and not returning the $30,000 in donations they had received from their family and friends. So here's the Facebook post by the bride. Um, Hi, invitees to the blah, blah, blah wedding. After much reflection and tear-filled conversation with our closest family members, we have decided to cancel our upcoming winter wedding. We will further notify this group when we are in a better place to reschedule. We thank each and we thank each and every one of you for your generous early donations to our money fund. Can you believe we have raised over $30,000? Unbelievable. Don't worry, the money you've donated will not be spent in vain, but rather used towards a honeymoon in the coming months. After we regain financial stability and hold calm in our hearts after a honeymoon, we will announce a new wedding day and reopen our money fund for further gifts. Weddings are expensive. This bitch. Um, That was me, not in the bride's post. (laughs) Um, We are blessed to have generous family members who gave us these large donations. It will help offset money costs and to scale to an even better future wedding. We really couldn't have made it this far without you. Please stay tuned. In the meantime, get this. I'm ready. In the meantime, I'll be updating our gift fund registry on Amazon if anyone would like to gift us something to take on a honeymoon. (sighs) If you have any ideas where we can go, please PM me or Edward. As mentioned, we will keep you updated when we are reopening our money fund, our money fund and have a new wedding day in the works. Don't be too sad. The new wedding is going to be a hit. Yeah, hit you in the face. For real. $30,000? I can do a big... That's a wedding. That's a nice wedding. That's a nice wedding. Wow. Um, so a family member of the groom commented is this a fucking joke (laughs) after raking in thirty thousand dollars you decide to be greedy and use it all for yourselves the bride's friend said pam what did i tell you about day drinking in all seriousness is the wedding really canceled i've already gotten the time off for december 1st which is less than a month away so she's canceling a wedding that's less than a month away another of the bride's friends all right step the fuck back what (laughs) (laughs) and then the bride says All, please calm down. You're making me feel very attacked and hanged up on. You chose to donate to me. If I want to use the money, who cares how? I told you the wedding is getting rescheduled, not canceled. Wow. 
Um, the post blew up and it's currently the 14th most upvoted post of all time. Really? <laughs> yeah, I hope it was true. It probably, I'm sure, okay, so it's like, this is kind of the same thing. Okay. So a couple years ago, my husband and I were guests at a friend's wedding. We had never met the bride, but she seemed very sweet. The ceremony and reception were held inside of a rustic barn type of venue, very tastefully decorated. After the ceremony, I overheard the bride remark to the groom about how pretty the cake had turned out. In hindsight, her tone was a bit odd. She sounded relieved, as though she'd been unsure of what the finished product would look like. Later, we found out that the bride had delegated the cake and catering to her family, who assured her it would be taken care of. But not more than three days before the wedding, the bride called her future mother-in-law in tears. Her family had never gotten around to ordering the cake or catering, and she had just now been informed. Oh my gosh. The future mother-in-law sprang into action. A friend was a skilled baker, and so she made a small naked wedding cake. <clears throat> In case there wasn't enough dessert, they placed milk and cookie stations next to it. And for the last-minute catering, they called the group's favorite taco place, who set up a taco bar for the guests. The ceremony and reception were both beautiful, and as guests, we would have never known there was ever a problem. And that's sad. What's sad? The family, her, her parents were supposed to pay for the cake, and the I mean, it came together, but her, I mean, her... Tacos and fucking cookies. (laughs) I love tacos and cookies, but can you imagine? Imagine this. We go to Brittany's wedding, and right before we get there, they're like, oh, by the way, there's no efficient, there's no food. Like, what do you do? There's no cake. Fuck somebody up. Right. Okay, my next one is from Insider.com. At the risk of sounding entitled, I have to vent today. When we invited our friends and family to our destination wedding in Thailand, only nine people RSVP'd out of 150. Okay, I get it. Paying $3,000 to share my special day is too much for some of you. I'd pay for yours, but whatever. By the way, like... $3,000 $3,000 for 150 different friends that you invited. I doubt you would pay for all those. But then we changed the wedding to be in Hawaii, so it's within everyone's reach. Only seven of you RSVP'd. <laughs> it costs less, but less if you want to come. Is that what you think of Groom and me? You can't spare $2,000 to come share our happiness? <laughs> I'm tempted to just elope and not let any of you be a part of our happy happiest day. This is it, guys. You have three days to respond to our evites or we're deleting you off Facebook and good (laughs) luck keeping up with our lives then. Oh, well. And don't get me started on this registry. Only the cheap stuff is gone. I swear I thought I had better friends. (gasps) Groom and I are asking you to reconsider. Oh, my God. Reconsider this, bitch. That's... (sighs) And so she's every time somebody prefaces something with something, they're doing at that. the risk of sounding entitled. <laughs> You're entitled, not to be. I am an entitled hoe bag. <laughs> yes. Okay. So a friend had gotten married, and he invited me to the wedding. He got in his parents and the girl's parents to bartend for the evening. Wow. We could tell that the parents really didn't want to do that, so me and two other friends volunteered to go ahead and bartend. The parents happily agreed, and said so the bridal party and family get three free drinks. The bar rules were as follows. $2 beers and $2 shots. The liquor license allowed the family to bring our own alcohol up to a certain amount, and you just had to have a license to serve it. Over the course of the night, we actually got tips, and we all agreed that it wouldn't be really right to take those tips, so we decided to put it into a tip jar and give it back. Bullshit. And give it back to the bride and groom. Nope, keep that shit. We got about $55 in tips. 
During the duration of the night, we gave out free drinks to the wedding party and occasionally some randoms or family members. The bride and her sister came up to me and handed me a flask, and the bride had the bride had said, fill it. I did. Considering the $55 we put in the tip jar, as well as the money that people did pay for drinks, I figured they would still make a profit on their bar. Why are they trying to do that anyway? Right. As we bought drinks too. I felt like it wasn't that much of a concern though, considering it was a $2 bar. The end of the night rolls around and we have some liquor left over. We leave and I thought that was all it was. Apparently two days later, the groom went through the bar fund and calculated there should have they should have made an X amount of dollars. They oh, ended up being Jesus. short about 50 bucks. I'd say between the wedding party and the family, we gave away about a bottle of vodka and like 20 beers. $55 in tips, free vodka to the family and bridal party. They ended up being pretty much short the dollar value it costed to give the drinks away, but turned a profit nonetheless. Cue the phone calls from the groom's father asking uh. me to pay them dollars for the 26, for a 26 of Smirnoff. When we were in the States where a 26 ounce of Smirnoff can cost you $10 at the QVC. I said, hey, you guys, I at could. At the what? At the QVC, I guess the corner drugstore, a corner whatever market. The liquor store. Ah. Um, for the most part, you turned a profit on the bar. We can pay for it if you're offended, but honestly, that's just tacky. He said, let me talk to my son, and I never heard back from them directly. I just heard from one of the guy's cousins that the groom was ripping me at some party because he was upset he could have made 50 more dollars. and their their people were bartending like that's fucking ridiculous and they gave them the $55 so fuck off right 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 people are the worst the worst a bride canceled her wedding this one's also from insider.com a bride canceled her wedding four days before the event because her guests wouldn't contribute $1,500 each according to a series of screenshots from a wedding shaming Facebook group that was shared on Twitter. In her post, the bride-to-be said she asked each of her guests to pledge 1500 each to come to her wedding. She said her maid of honor offered 5000 and her now ex-fiancé's family said they'd contribute 3000 But when only eight guests RSVP'd yes to her wedding, everyone else pulled out, the bride wrote. When it seemed like they wouldn't be able to afford the wedding, her fiancé asked if she'd be interested in getting married in Las Vegas and said... She didn't take the suggestion well. (laughs) That's when the bride-to-be caller made of honor, expecting sympathy. Instead, she told the bride that she she was asking for way too much. I just wanted to be a Kardashian for a day and then live my life like (sighs) normal, the bride-to-be wrote on Facebook. I called her a filthy fucking poor excuse of a friend (laughs) and hung up. Before concluding her post, she also seemed to accuse her former former fiancé of cheating on her. Finally, instead of getting married, the woman finished off by saying she had decided to set off on a two-month backpacking trip through South America to clear her head. What a roller coaster ride. Also, I remember when this one came out and the backpacking trip was like for two months, I believe. And that would have cost so much more than what she was asking for also i think if i remember correctly she has a son with this man so she's leaving the son for two months oh to clear her head about a way to clear her head because somebody didn't give her fifteen hundred dollars that's insane and this is my last story okay recently i was a guest at a wedding and one of my best friends was a groomsman as the guest the wedding was great 
really simple, fun, beautiful, and everyone had a nice time. When everyone, whenever anyone complimented the bride or groom about how beautiful the wedding was and saying that it must have cost a fortune, they would graciously thank them and tell them it was surprisingly cheap and that they did a lot of the stuff themselves. A couple days after the wedding and everything had settled down, I was having lunch with my friend who was a groomsman. He mentioned how he was really out of pocket after the wedding and felt awkward trying to chase up all the money he had spent. He told me that throughout the whole planning of the wedding, the bride and groom would delegate tasks for the bridal party to do. Order the flowers for the bouquets, order table decorations, buy little bits and pieces. They wouldn't give him the money to go and do it, but because they were little things, no one really stopped and thought about it. <laughs> they went and bought all these things with their own money, keeping the receipts, and they were waiting for the wedding stresses to be over, and they assumed the bride and groom would settle it all afterwards. Oh, my gosh. My friend had spent a couple hundred dollars worth of bits and pieces, not including the suit he had to buy and the wedding gift he and his partner gave to the bride and groom. After the wedding, the bride and groom thanked the bridal party for all their help and never mentioned paying anyone back. Over the following weeks, the other members of the bridal party asked each other, Hey, did you ever get paid back? When they realized that no one had, they calculated that it was a couple of thousand dollars combined that the bridal party had inadvertently paid for the wedding. Oh. <laughs> a few of them tried to follow up with the bride and groom, and they seemed very apologetic that they had completely forgotten. But when everyone started to list all the things that they had bought, the bride and groom seemed reluctant to pay up. They didn't argue with any of the big, clear purchases, but all the little bits and pieces. They basically brushed them off and said it was no big deal. But it, of course... <laughs> It all added up, and my friend is the one who had the most little bits that he never got any money back for. We're not sure if they innocently didn't realize or if they genuinely thought that that was a way of saving money, and they were doing it intentionally. Did they think it was normal that the bridal party chipped in, or did they even know that it's not normal, and they took advantage of the situation anyway? So, I mean, like, that's really fucking smart, if you ask me. <laughs> I, think, I just really think it is to be like, all right, can you go get the flowers for this, this, and this? Oh, I got you back. <laughs> the cake and everything, dude. No. And then at the, nobody wants to ask because you're getting married. Geniuses. They're geniuses. Oh, my gosh. That's so stupid. <laughs> that's inappropriate. Do not do that. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't have any um, overlap. <laughs> Me too. Um, okay, my next one is about a... I think I have three more left, but I want to read all of them because they're all good. Okay. So uh, we have to just talk about them. So it's not just my okay. voice, my stupid low voice that does this. While on their honeymoon in Sri Lanka in December of 2017, Gina Lyons and Mark Lee from London decided to buy the hotel they were staying in when they learned its lease was due to expire. After drinking 12 glasses of rum, the couple discovered it would cost $39,576 to take over the hotel for three years. So they bought it. Our friends and family think we're idiots and shouldn't have been doing it. Lyons, who learned she was pregnant three months after buying the hotel, told the mayor, We owed a lot of money from the wedding and only lived in a tiny flat, and now we had a baby on the way. After closing the newlywed, the, after closing the newly renamed Lucky Beach Tangali, Tangali, Tangal, uh, T-A-N-G-A-L-L-E, for $8,000 worth of renovations, it reopened in July. So they just spent random money when they were drunk. <laughs> On their honeymoon? Yeah. 
didn't even want to buy it because it was only a three-year lease. That's crazy. I wonder if they made any money. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Okay. This one is from Good Housekeeping. Ariel, Desiree, McRae, and Quinn McRae decided they couldn't wait any longer to get married. After two years of dating, they decided to head to the courthouse and skip the big wedding. But the one tradition Quinn didn't want to miss, buying his fiancé's engagement and wedding rings. Even though Ariel says they scrape and scrape just to pay the bills and put food in their bellies, Quinn saved up just enough money to buy two matching rings for $130. Since they made Ariel happy, you'd think that that would be all that matters. But in a Facebook post that has since gone viral, Ariel shares how outside influences almost ruin their special moment. While we were purchasing my rings, however, another lady that was working there came over to help the lady selling them to us. She said, y'all, can you believe that some men get these as engagement rings? How pathetic. <gasps> Ariel says she saw her now husband's face fall and responded with the classiest response ever. It isn't the ring that matters. It's the love that goes into buying one that is. No. In fact, Ariel said she would have married him even if he gave her a 25-cent ring from a gumball machine. To her, it wasn't about the rings she wore on her finger, but the love and happiness he brought to her life. Clearly, this story has struck a chord with people during the expensive holiday season as her post has been shared more than 45,000 times. Wow. He was afraid that the love I have for him would pale because he couldn't afford the wedding set I wanted. But here I am, though, courthouse married, $130 ring set, the love of my life by my side, and happier than I could ever imagine. Aw. That would be a really cute one to end on, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> We're not doing that. <laughs> because news.com.au came the fuck through. <laughs> okay. The Facebook post, which was screenshotted and shared to Reddit, sees the bride describe in detail how she and her groom need their guests to finance their wedding after all of those stories that doesn't really sound that bad does it but the bride doesn't just expect to guests to donate thousands of dollars out of the kindness of their heart explaining that the couple will provide increasingly racing racy favors in exchange for a money donation what the bride begins the post by lamenting that several guests had already changed their attendance because of covid19 um here's the post on facebook Hi, members of the blank wedding of winter 2020. Hope y'all are doing great and getting all of your wedding gifts. Ha ha, prepared. Your cold hard cash and your large housewarming gifts for groom and I. We really cannot wait to see you all and receive your gifts, lol, this December. Oh my God. When you say ha ha or lol, after like these things that are then you know you should be saying them that's not a thing to say in all seriousness we are asking our guests not to change their attendance because of covid we have had a handful of guests decide not to attend our wedding because of covid fears this is dangerous because we have a twenty thousand plus monetary goal minimum <laughs> lady uh let's see <laughs> As a bit of a motivator, we have decided on some guest-giving tiers. Zero to $1,000 donation equals a thank you card with my kiss stain signature. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shut the front I, I, door. I want that one. Okay. $1,000 to a $1,500 donation. 
thank you card with kiss stain signature my wedding thong mailed separately with what? the groom's consent i told you you can sell your underwear for like hundreds I of dollars to, I, I need some money 1500 to 2500 dollar donation a night with groom and i bottle of barefoot wine <laughs> do it all out <laughs> on the wine lint <laughs> lint chocolates fed to you oh god like lindors or yeah okay those are good yeah the barefoot wine Not come so on if i'm paying uh, 1500 1500 to 2500 oh. what's up i i want a fucking like go spend 60 dollars on some <laughs> fucking good champagne are you kidding me? 2500 to 3500 equals party thrown with just us and a ceremony of appreciation. Who knows what that means, but in parentheses it says 18 plus. Oh, no. <laughs> First of all, uh-uh. I don't even know why you need that caveat because who, what less than 18 year old is going to have 2500 <laughs> to 3500 <laughs> I know that's not what I should be focusing on, but come on. 17-year-old 17, 17 walks up to them with 3000 bucks and be like, yeah. yeah. Uh, 3500 to 5000 equals invitation to join groom and I for part of our honeymoon, but you will sleep on the couch. 5000 to 6500 equals the ultimate prize, a weekend getaway with Groom and I where we drown you in affection and spoil you. Are they swingers? Is this Creep City? I mean, I want to know what I want to know is how many made it to that last tier? <laughs> Who got a tear st- I mean a tear stained a lip stained kiss? What is what? I wouldn't even want that i can't believe people are asking for money for their wedding i mean for real i mean i get it ask your mommy and your daddy and then move on or your auntie (laughs) yeah the aunts should be paying for the wedding um oh yeah i thought of this too i didn't read through this whole thing but um here here are some comments okay how do these people have friends to begin with? For <laughs> <laughs> that, One person commented that having chocolates fed to you was creepy. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, Feed I mean, me some damn chocolate. I'm good with that. Is it chocolate? some random co- couple because you gave them money for their wedding, I think, is creepy. Okay. Um, somebody commented, that's going to be extra fun spending two weeks in quarantine each time they cross a border. Of this one set of their plans for the one month honeymoon in Europe during a pandemic, which Europe it's was closed. closed and probably still is, I think. No, it's closed. Or you um, have to do a quarantine. Yeah. Um, someone commented, I can't get over how proudly tacky some people are. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone said, but it just felt so weird getting gifts for getting married like it's not an accomplishment it's a choice i don't some of these aren't okay what if 10 people sign up for this level she's gonna wear 10 wedding thongs (laughs) how many thongs is she gonna have on what happens if more than one person donates is it gonna be like a (laughs) timeshare it's a timeshare thong it's a timeshare thong 
That's totally the name of this episode. Ah, oh, timeshare thong. <laughs> timeshare thong. That's it. Um, okay, peeps. That are those are all the stories from today. And thank you for listening. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for listening. Um keep give us your stories. Let's hear give some stories. Give us your thongs. Or, no, keep your thongs. <laughs> but give us your stories about weddings that have to do with money or I mean any issues that, I mean cuz I know that that has to be a big deal because it's a very big expense or maybe ways that you got around that or I mean like if you were as smart as these fucking people and delegated and then just oops I forgot to pay <laughs> whatever just um we'd like to hear from you and so you can do that at hello at destinationweddingpod.com hello at destinationweddingpod.com come on peeps why do I keep saying peeps Pe- I don't know you say weird stuff all the time <laughs> what is the thing with peeps we don't I'm not saying peeps ever again okay I got it Anyway, see you next week or hear you next week or bloody bloody bloody. bloody. Talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. Okay, bye peeps. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Please come back again next week and don't forget to tell your friends. Please help us out by subscribing to the pod, rating, and reviewing. Join us on our awesome Facebook group, The Destination Wedding Pod. And if you have a story to share, shoot us an email at hello at destinationweddingpod.com. That's hello at destinationweddingpod.com. We can't wait to share your crazy, hilarious, beautiful stories. Thanks again. See See you next Tuesday. Tuesday.